Hello and welcome to Geeks, the world's number one entertainment podcast recorded in this very room, the Tessellate Institute for Higher Learning, right here in Venice, Los Angeles. Every week we pack seven days of video game, movie and entertainment news into a single brain-numbing digital show for your convenience and your enjoyment. If you want to keep up to date with what we're doing, you can follow us on every social media your brain can conjure up at We Are Tessellate. That's two S's, two L's. Our brand new website, We Are Tessellate, goes live in just a couple of weeks. I know we've been saying that for months, <laughs> but it's going to happen. What's going on? I'm just burping a lot. <laughs> <laughs> like, please, Vine? Are you please, on Vine? Just stop the show. Am I on Vine? Are we on Vine? I don't think Tessellate's on Vine. We're on everything. We're on Tinder. You can date us if you Grindr. want to. Grinder. Grinder. Well, yeah, you can't be like homophobic about it. No, no, no. no. We're open. Oh. We don't mind. Uh, open. Yeah. Um, 7-Eleven open <laughs> But for now You can grab this content Over at our sister site MovieMoments.com But good news Alex Yeah uh, We're gonna you're like, Yeah you're already in <laughs> I was about to tell you the good news, ah. But you're already in I think I just told you, you know. uh, <laughs> We're gonna have Yeah we're gonna be up next week We should be We should be up on iTunes next week We should have a Woo-hoo. subscribe little button Because um, here's a beautiful thing As always We don't ask for your money We'll never try to push Sponsored product on you We'll never ever Enable ads on YouTube our jobs are that we make movies and we do this just because we love it but you can support us by pressing the subscribe button at the moment you can't because there is no subscribe button you just have to go to moviemoments.com download <laughs> it stream it do what you want to do with it uh just download it and put it in the trash bin if you want it's fine it still counts as a download i don't care and that makes us more money exactly <laughs> don't make it no wait that's no, not how no it money. works you guys are really reaching for there's the no stars aren't you there's no money <laughs> Um, but no, hopefully next week we should be up. So by the time the next one's up, we'll announce it on our next podcast. Uh, we should be up on iTunes. Please do subscribe when that happens. We'll remind you. Uh, I'm your host, Al White. I'll never go bungee jumping. When I was nine years old, I fractured my leg by performing a school record-breaking stair-slide-jump combo. And I really, really need a haircut. Stair-slide-jump combo? Yeah. Like you slid down the rail? So yeah, you know when you hold on to either side and you slide in your palms down the rails without your feet touching, you just skim the stairs, or hopefully okay. you don't even touch them. Problem was, I did skim them. So I went for the entire... We had a massively long... And this was when I was maybe nine or ten or something. Really crazy long uh, stairwell. And everyone would try and see how far down they, they could slide. But at some point, your feet would plant onto a step. And you'd count how many steps you went. I did the whole lot. But at what a price... Alex, what a price. Because I skimmed at the end, twisted my ankle, uh, fractured my Did you leg. cry? Probably. I was like nine and it really hurt. But then I went home and I had a friend come around to my house that night and this was this was, was made it worse. No one believed me. I was like, I think there's something wrong with my leg. It really, really hurts and everyone just thought I was being a pussy. Just and, walk, mate. And so this is <laughs> so not he, that hard. He was teasing me and like, you know, fighting me and stuff. I was like, I can't fight Physically, my leg. Physically, literally fighting Physically, yeah. And then he would tickle me. And when what happens when you get tickled? You you you, you know, smack your legs against stuff. So you I was fart. screaming. <laughs> End of my story. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. But we're taking it very seriously. Uh, joining me today, to my left, the wicker man, Alexander Chard. Good evening. To my further left, the weather man, Katie Watson. Woo! To my right, control the weather. The family man, Haruka Abe. Hey, hey. Am I getting right, Abe? Am I getting closer? Closer. Come on, give it to me. What is it? Abe. Abe. Oh, mm, I always get mm. R at the beginning. It's ah. Abbe. No, actually, the accent is on the be. Oh, I give up. Um, and possibly joining us halfway through, Matchstick Man. 
Bethany Jard. Just trying to work that out now. What's your address? What's my <laughs> like you can't say that. You no, can't I can't say, say that right now. <laughs> um, right. So, yeah. Hey, sorry we missed a week. Uh, we're back. Um, how has everybody been? Haruka, you just got to LA. You're visiting. Yes, You're I am indeed. From England. People have heard your voice, hopefully, on our previous podcast. Mm. Um, what are you doing here? What's happening? I am visiting my lovely friend. Who is, is that? Are they? Al White and Katie Watson. Sound oh. like dicks. They're lovely. Um, they're amazing. Terrible. <laughs> one of them, yeah. But the other yeah. one sounds lovely. You're just here for the weird beers. Oh, yeah. Totally. You're making a good dent on the weird beer fridge. Mm-hmm. Um, you're here to make a short movie with me. I am indeed. How many days are we? Are we were like 10 days time? Seven, ten, eight, yeah, nine just days? under two weeks yeah yeah, yeah. cool looking yep. forward to that that's yep. what we're doing that'll be fun uh, <laughs> like you're like that sounds cool yeah, that sounds good might as well I do that i hope so because you're directing <laughs> it and you wrote it <laughs> uh alex yeah how you doing good uh today is actually my two-year anniversary what yeah you no dropped that on us right now yeah and, and uh and bethany is locked out of the house <laughs> why didn't she and i'm here why did she do that I thought you texted her. Didn't you tell her to come here? No, no. She's only just finished work. So oh, she's, she's, so she uh, is locked out. But she's. Do you mind if she, I eat while you talk? Yes. So she's oh. uh, deciding what to do right now, trying to figure that out. And come to the party. Aww. Yeah. Been, I told her. I told her. Lots, I told her there's lots of bacon. I get, I did make a lot of bacon. Yeah. Yeah. Lovely so, bacon. Um, Abe approves. Yeah. Exactly. Two years. Um, so is that two years since you got married? Two years since you got married. Fucking hell, that was a long. Yeah. It's gone quick. Congrats. Crazy twig. Yeah. Crazy twig. Yeah. Crazy. Is it like too quick? Do you need to like get anything off your chest right now? Um. Because it's a safe space. Um. She doesn't listen to this podcast. Two anyway. years. <laughs> uh, we should probably be um, figuring out who has the keys a bit better. Oh. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So we would find ourselves no, in this situation. Fine. I feel so like you, that, that, that's your biggest problem. At two years, then you're okay. Just to clarify, yeah, do you yeah. only have one set of keys for your house? I only have one wife, yeah. So one set of keys. <laughs> yeah, we've got no, we've got we've got we've got what? a set each, um, but we don't have a spare. You don't you don't need a spare in this situation. You just each need yeah, to have so, your pair yeah. of keys. So we had there's one attached to the car. We've got one car physically attached to it to the car key. And uh, Where's the other on one? the same chain. The other one's just at home somewhere, I guess. So basically, she didn't take her key with her. Well, the thing is, Bethany had the car today, and then we did the switcheroo. Um, the old so, Kansas City shuffle. So I probably was the one that should have taken the spare key. It's a bad planning. But then I would have had to have remembered to have swapped over. So. And that's ludicrous. That's no one could possibly remember a thing like that. I think you're in the right. How many sets of keys do we have? And how many... Yeah, but we coordinate. Actually, we coordinate. We're on it. Presence. We're on it. Really. Yep. Anyway, I'm sure this is fascinating for everybody. Um, <laughs> Katie, what have you been up to? You already know what I've been up to. I know, but everyone listening does. I know. I'm. I I'm know. introducing. I cook a lot it. of stuff. That's pretty much it. I you watch you some... play video games and watch some shows with you every now and then. That's about it. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds like a good life. It's my life. I like it's not it. Bad. Um, all right, so we got a good we got a good show today. Actually, we've been watching some shows. We watched. Um, we're going to talk about shows for a little bit because we never really talk about TV enough on here. Um, I did some catching up 
Because I, my, here's the thing. Here's my relationship with TV now. I don't have time for long shows and I don't have time for something that isn't fucking phenomenal. No, no, really, 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 you know, getting a lot out of. And I'm kind of at that point now in my life where if you start something and you're into it a little bit, but then you realize, you know what? This isn't really doing it for me. I'll cut it loose and walk away. I feel away. like I've heard this breakup speech from another man before. <laughs> Are you breaking up with TV right now? Because <laughs> this is kind of this is striking a little close. I'm just home. saying it's got to work its ass off for me to stay engaged. Um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, because I used to be, you'd be into something, you're in a, you know, a few episodes, you're in one season, whatever, and then you know, you're not sure anymore if you want to watch it, but you keep watching it because you're already started. So why not continue on that journey? I'm saying no to that. I'm calling bullshit. If something loses my interest, I'm out. Um, so we went back to Last Man on Earth. I'm not sure if I'll keep watching that show. I thought it was fine, but I'm kind of fine not I watching that. I love January it. Jones, but yeah, no, it's good. It's good. It's amusing. I quite like yeah. it. I don't really know. Problem is, it's not that I don't know where it's going to go. It's that I don't know where I want it to go, which means why would you watch something where you're not hoping for something to happen? Is that the one with uh, Kristen Schaal and uh, yeah, yeah, that guy? I yeah, yeah I can't remember the guy's name. The first episode's right great. It's a great setup, but then it's kind of, well, what do you want it to do after that? I don't really care. Even the first two, was it was fun. Yeah. It was a little bit innovative and it was answered the questions of, you know, what would you do if you were one of the last people on Earth or if you thought you were the last person on Earth? Uh-huh. Which, I was just in its second season. validated that. Now. I would turn a swimming pool into a urinal and get all of the pieces of art from the National History Museum yeah, it's a lot that more, I wanted. That first episode. <laughs> that was in my house. Yeah, the first episode is a lot more fun. He's dressing yeah. up in his... Like has and then he did the giant Jenga tower, which I thought was really funny. Yeah, that's cool. Um, then we return to Scream, which I will continue watching because it's Scream and it's only one series and I'm hoping I don't do a second one. Um, but it isn't that great at all. Um, it's fine. It's fine, but not great. Return to Louis, of course, season five of Louis, which is fucking brilliant. It's still probably Johnny. the best show on TV. And we returned to Wayward Pines, which was sort of, I was kind of iffy with. We were only on episode three or four. I've wanted to start that. And I really liked the beginning of it. Um, and then when we're returning to it fresh, you know, with new eyes, I was like, yeah, I'm enjoying this. But then the ending of the episode grabbed me. Um, and I love, I do love, as we've spoken <laughs> controversially last episode, I love M. Night Shyamalan. So um, I'm, I'm all in on Wayward Pines. What have you been watching, Alex? Uh, I have been, I started watching Narcos on Netflix. Cool. Um Leaves me in a sort of weird headspace. Do I want to be in that show as an actor? Do I want to be a drug trafficker? Do I just want to take a lot of dr- uh, cocaine? And then it made me think, an actor is all of those things. <laughs> <laughs> you blew your an mind actor, a bit. Yeah. <laughs> they are actors and they are drug traffickers. Well, not all of them. Mm. I'm, just, I'm not. Spoilers. <laughs> Everyone in that show yeah. is a drug trafficker. Uh, but no, to be honest, I, I am really enjoying it. It's just uh, from a historical point of view because it's all based on true events and the uh, Medellin Medellin cartel in Colombia and Pablo Escobar. Hmm. Um, so from a historical point of view, it's really, really interesting and just sort of, um, um, yeah, how he was pulling in something. It was, I think it was like $60 million a day or a week Wow. Um, from, from his cocaine empire. Where's that sound coming from? <laughs> Very low flying uh, plane. Drug drop-offs that's happening yeah. right now. And just, uh, I think, I don't know, I feel like Netflix shows, the quality's just getting better and better each show they bring up. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I, I just think it's slick. It's very cinematic. It's I'm, I'm enjoying it. Cool. Um, also started watching Fear the Walking Dead. 
Mm. Um, Haruka, mm. uh, you can show mm. some of your views of this set. You go first. Um, yeah, at that, I, I, I didn't know what to expect going into that. First of all, I really, really didn't like the name. Now, just to clarify, announced. are you caught up with regular Walking Dead? Yep, okay. I'm. The new season has it just started or is about to start? I think about to, to in like a week. Yeah, so I'm up to date with that, mm-hmm. and I've always been a big, big fan of that. Um, so my first issue with Fear the Walking Dead when it was announced was, for, I mean, I was really excited that it was coming out because it was like, oh, cool, it's going to be a spin-off, it's going to be in the same universe, uh, same world, obviously, you know, but just a different take. And I really liked the idea of it starting. Um, right at the beginning of the uh, the outbreak and like seeing that whereas obviously with the first one Rick wakes up from his coma and the world's gone to shit so that really pulled me in but I didn't like the title I thought Fear the Walking Dead was a really lazy lazy name do you know what I mean? I know I'm eating right. my, my mouth is full of food um, and then yeah the pilot I think um, Bethany and I agreed that the young dude that plays the son the, who's the heroin addict he was by far the best actor in that show mm. all i'm learning is that you like actors who play drug addicts <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i don't know i mean it, it took me it's sort of i don't know what episode i'm up to now four or five and i'm starting to get into it it's a bit of a slow burn it took you four or five episodes to get into it and you're still going yeah well i mean I felt committed enough. I felt... The funny thing is, is because I'm up to date with The Walking Dead and I'm sort of very much in in their world, which is, I would assume, now years ahead in that uh, story timeline of where this is, which is right at the beginning. (laughs) And so I found watching it at the beginning, because I'm in that mindset, I was very frustrated with how they would react to walkers okay but then mm-hmm. i was like but that's because they don't know what they are but there i am like you're gonna stab it in the head like why are you just staring at it it's gonna bite you and then i'm like that's no shit <laughs> is that the voice you're thinking by the way that's that's my, my <laughs> voice. monologue voice and then so that's just sort of like switching my sort of thoughts over like okay cool this this is the very beginning um but yeah i don't know I, I the last episode I really liked. Okay, yeah, but so, I can't I can't really say anything about it in details because I don't want to spoil. We're well, just finished. Haruka, tell me season. what you think. Well, I find it really frustrating that they see these like half dead people rotting yeah. away, attacking people. Yeah, and none of them go. It's a zombie. Well, that's you know? the thing. Yeah, with like Walking Dead, I can accept it because it's kind of set in the future. Yeah, but with Fear the Walking Dead, it's kind of set in the modern day, where the, mm-hmm. you know, the um, the virus is spreading. Yeah, and all of them go, maybe it's a zombie. But that's that's where I feel, because we're so far ahead and used to the Walking Dead, mm. we've forgotten that element. Because I think it was yeah. kind of the same in the first few episodes or first season of the Walking Dead, yep. particularly for Rick's character, because mm. he woke up and he was like. What do I do? Although yeah. in the very first episode, he goes back and shoots the the half body girl. Yep, still the best so prosthetic he, he, effect yeah. in the whole. Yeah, that bit's story. awesome. And yeah. the, the 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 reason why I liked that first uh, that first episode of The Walking Dead was that it was like almost frame for frame to the graphic yeah. novel, which was <laughs> so cool. I thought just going between the two was like, wow, oh, 
everything's happening and then it veers off obviously but fear of the walking mm-hmm. dead is meant to be in set and present day mm-hmm. so yeah, it's, it's as like if it happened tomorrow yeah. to us but wouldn't you feel like if you saw some like thing and then like attack <laughs> someone else that you would immediately think zombie tomorrow if you woke up and well, you this saw is always a, but this is the problem with every zombie film is you have to contextualize does zombie media exist in their world because are you creating a film, you know, or a series where, yeah, they've watched Night of the Living Dead and they've watched Dawn of the Dead and they've watched Days Later like, and they understand the concept of it. If it's meant to be in present day. I mean, they, they don't have to come up with the word zombie. Yeah. Right. But, you know, I think human race has always <clears throat> accepted that maybe there are... The dead will come to life Exactly. And destroy So us. I find it really unnatural when people are like, oh, maybe they're just sick. Maybe we can still kill them. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's... Um, one thing that it, one effect that it has had on me from the very beginning, um, particularly in that first episode, um, is because it's set in LA. It's made me terrified that if any shit goes down in LA, we're we're all fucked. Oh yeah, there's like no <laughs> way out. Like yeah. traffic and, and freeways. This, like yeah. what our out plan is. Yeah, and that yeah. that was actually <laughs> really, that was really out. cool that's why about we the live pilot. By the beach. Yeah, right. yeah, that's what I was saying. I would go to the Catalina yeah. Islands. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. Played. That's what I said. Um, we're going to do that next week, by the way. We just, uh, yeah. Is there a pot and a We planned it. But that was the cool thing anymore. about the, the, the pilot episode, actually, that I really liked, was that in, dis- like, in these few cases that started springing up in LA, um, they were using a lot of like, camera phones and, and right. like, you know, everyday social media and documenting so that was really cool how it was being passed around and like these girls were watching in their their class they're like like a youtube clip in of one of the zombies dead on the highway and then attacking the paramedic and those little kind of bits were cool to see and sort of people just kind of be like well what's going on that's weird Hmm. um yeah and then just made me freak out about i wonder how the amount of selfie deaths would rise if there was actually a zombie apocalypse because there's already I don't. I read a statistic of yeah. how many like there were more selfie, selfie deaths, deaths than, than shark, shark deaths yeah. this year already. Mm-hmm. I bet if there were zombies involved, that people would just be dying yep. by the thousands by trying to take <laughs> selfies with dead zombies. But they get a lot of likes on their feed, so that'd be fine. Yeah, but it'd be like posthumous. It's all right. It doesn't matter. They still know. The spirit Do knows. It's know? all worth it. Um, yeah, I, I have no interest in *Fear the Walking Dead* to be honest at all but it's partly because I would potentially if that had come out first because I'm, so, you know, I'm such a big fan of the comics if that had come out first and they hand on the Walking Dead TV show I'd potentially like it more because part of my problem with the Walking Dead TV show is yeah Rick isn't really like Rick in the comics like everything's changed mm-hmm. characters are frustratingly similar but very different you know um, and it's just not the quality is nowhere near as good as the comic books in the TV show um, and I love the video games because they're oh we're set in the same world as a comic book but we're yeah. doing a different story so if this show had come out first and been, okay, we're going to do a different story, but set in the world of comic books, maybe every now and then you'd see those characters in the comic books, you know, briefly or something, I would, I would be all in for that, and maybe I'd actually like this more. But I barely... I don't know if I even want to keep watching The Walking Dead at this point, to be honest. So the idea of even more of that is just, yeah, not even remotely interesting to me. I'm afraid. Soundtrack's really cool, though. And... <laughs> What's the soundtrack? Uh, I forgot who it is. It um, you mean like songs or a score? The score for the opening is really cool because it's just one like note, like <laughs> I like it. That's my favorite type of um, tune. But there was a like scene, Inception music. Um, 
there was a scene where the lead played by uh, Cliff Curtis um, has to kill someone close to him you know, without sort of spoiling it and goes into this kind of like mournful beach scene and they use Kettering. Oh, really? Yeah. Use Kettering? Oh, the antlers Kettering. Yeah. Um, nice. And it was basically that whole scene was a steal of our... Of our, um, of our little... Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Motherfuckers. That's why you shouldn't put any of those clips on your show reels. People will just that, do it. That clip isn't. Isn't it? That, that was just the uh, like um, teaser sort of thing we did before we left London to test the gear. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course. Um. All right. Let's move the show on before we just become a Walking Dead podcast. Um, it's our 13th episode. Ooh. We didn't even play that. That was awesome. In my head, I was thinking of doing that. And then I thought I thought I can't do it. And everyone did it for me. That was lovely. Here are some Almost films in with 13 in the title. <laughs> Apollo 13, 13 Conspiracy, Oceans 13, 13 Apollo 13, 13 Assassins, 13 Ghost Friday the 13th, 1 Through Everything, 13 Going on 30, 13th Warrior, Assault and Precinct 13, 13 Conversations About One Thing, the 13th Floor in 13 Days. Alex, what's your favourite 13 film? <laughs> when you, uh, you discussed this list with me, <laughs> yep. I had a quick look over it. I haven't seen... Uh, Friday the 13th in a long time Okay I, did, I can't really pick a favourite I mean the one that's sort of um, I guess that I've probably actually seen the most Is Apollo 13 I think I actually have written that down twice on this list so. Yeah you did say it twice <laughs> I just really wanted to indent Apollo 13, Apollo 13, Apollo 13. Yeah no that I probably That's the one I've seen the most on that list Yep Is it a favourite? I mean it's I It is now it Katie is, now. <laughs> is there a 13 film you like on that list? So when you asked me this question earlier, my initial reaction without seeing this list mm-hmm. was 13 going on 30 because it was the only film I could think yeah. of that had 13 in the title. So film. I'm going to stick with that because it is a decently... I didn't ask film. you this before, Haru, because you're yeah, on the yeah. spot. Do you like any of these films? I like 13 Assassins. Yeah, yeah you go. The ending of that is awesome. Mm. The last half an film. hour or whatever is great. Um, there's been good films with 13 in title. That's why I was what's surprised. It, uh, what's your favorite? My favorite, uh, without with no pretension at all, is 13 Days. I think it's a fantastic film. It's a true story about the Cuban Missile Price, Crisis. Prices uh, about the lead up to it. It's got Kevin Costner in it, and it's really uh, good. Yeah, really very good. K cost. Um, <clears throat> yeah. It's 13. What's that French to. film? Is that called 13 something? Mm, 13 baguettes. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty boof. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure. I'm it's, not sure. The, it's about snuff films or something. Oh, Jesus. I don't think I know that I one. think it's Tams and something. I don't I think know. I know. We'll look it up. Look it up. Um, my favorite game called 13 is the one called 13, which is based on the French comic book, uh, which is really, really good. It was What's the French comic book called? 13. Um, but the Roman numerals for 13. Ah, yes. It's really ah, good. It's this first-person cel-shaded game. Yeah, yeah. It's excellent. You wake up on a beach at the beginning and you don't know who you are and you're kind of like James Bond in a way, but it's that much came, cooler. When did that come out? Was that on like PS2 or PS... It's on PS2 and it was also on Xbox One. Uh, that was in tail end. I think it was just on those two, maybe. Yeah. Um, it's actually on this list. There's 13 Conspiracy. That was the movie version. They still do stuff with it because it's quite a big comic book series. I never know who I am when I wake up on the beach. Uh, it's confusing. Um, Nate's not here with us today, I'm afraid. So we're going to do the rundown. Is it, shall I do the movies? Does anyone else want to do games? Oh, actually, do you want to do movies? Because I can do games. We can pass it back and forth. For what? The blowdown? Yeah, yeah, sure. Nate's blowdown? Here you go. I'll write it out for you. This Nate's is, blowdown. So we've got... How many pieces do we have today? We have one, two, three, four, five, six... I numbered them so you don't seven, have to do that. Seven, eight. <laughs> I numbered them specifically. <laughs> so you don't have to do that. No, no. 
Uh, let me ask me that question again. How many pizzas do we have? One, two, three, eight. <laughs> nope, eleven. Here's the second page. <laughs> she. All right. What? That's crazy. Let's news. play a little. <laughs> Let's play. See uh, Chris Gosling. See Chris Gosling. Okay. Uh, movie news number one. Uh, I consider this movie a series of compromises and failures. That was what Joss Whedon said on Age of Ultron. Yeah, and Gosling. Uh, yeah. Anyone, anyone care about that? I care about that. I think that was very weird. That was in the audio commentary um, of the Blu-ray that just came out of Age of Ultron. And he said, yeah, I consider this film a series of failures and compromises, which I find kind of shocking. Everyone else has gone quiet. No one else cares. All right, no, move on. Yeah, I feel <laughs> like you can say the same about life. So. Uh, uh, here's a, Actually, I preferred Age of Ultron to the first one. So yeah, it's pretty good. I disagree, Joss Whedon. He loves you. Continue. <laughs> Number two. This is an interesting piece that I actually read about uh, the other day. Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Who doesn't love that guy? Turns up everywhere. Um, how many films did you say you made this year? Al? Well, you might have noticed for the shrewd amongst you that the lead-ins today were all Nicolas Cage films. Uh, the Wicker Man, The Weather Man, <laughs> The Family Man, and Matchstick Men. <laughs> so there you go. Nick Cage. He actually turned down the role of Aragon mm. in our Lord of the Rings. Can you guys believe that? With the quote. This is, this is what he said. Uh, oh, I wish I could do a Nick Cage impression, but I don't think I can. There were different. <laughs> there were different. Th- yeah. There were different things going on in my life at the time that precluded me from being able to travel and be away from home for three years, he explained. But the thing is about those movies, I can watch them. I can enjoy them as an audience member. I don't really watch my own movies. And so I genuinely do have the joy of watching these, especially with Lord of the Rings. There might be a reason he doesn't watch his own movies. (laughs) I can buy it. And then Lord of the Rings obviously became one of the biggest trilogies of all time, but Cage doesn't have any regrets about passing on the opportunity to be a part of that. He said, I don't really have any regrets. I think regret is a waste of time. I try to always move forward as opposed to dwelling on the past or the movies that might have happened. There certainly were movies that I probably would have benefited from if circumstances in my life allowed me to make them. Oh, man. I thought that's a line his psychiatrist gave him so he could deal with what he's done. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) His career. Okay, next up, Taiki Waititi, the director of Flight of the Concords. Nicely pronounced. uh, Thank you. And what we do in the shadows, um, beat out Ruben Fletcher, who directed Zombieland, to direct Thor 3. Woo! (laughs) Sorry. Is that just, just like an interesting? Is that because you really sentence. like Taiki Waiki? That entire sentence makes me happy. That's a, it's a funny. That's a that's great. It's though. quite a leap. Flight of the Concords Thor. Well, what we do in the shadows. So I've been doing that's interviews. That's the vampire one, right? Yeah, I've been. Yeah. Oh, we haven't mostly, but I've been doing interviews for a um, uh, assistant at the moment. And I one of my questions is, what are your five favorite films or whatever? Or some of your favorite films? Almost every single person has put what we do in the shadows. Jermaine. So clearly that film's created quite a you know, cult following immediately. So I think that director's got a chance now to propel himself um, into bigger movies. Okay, next up, uh, your friend Al. M. My Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan, no, no, no. His new film, The Visit, made $53 million Woo! on wow. a budget of five. He's just rolling in it in his yeah. supernatural money. James McAvoy. Maybe. Looks to be replacing Joaquin Phoenix on his new supernatural thriller. Yeah. Wow. I'm telling you, M. Night's coming back, baby. Between Wayward Pines and The Visiting. And the McAvoy. The McAvoy. Here is some exciting news about a man who can do 
incredible things with only a paperclip, some bubble gum, and a shoelace. Yes, it's MacGyver. Oh, there we go. James Wan. I was thinking Bruce Campbell is rebooting MacGyver, rebooting the TV series. Is he rebooting it as a TV series? Yeah, as a TV series. This is James Wan, uh, Saw, creator right? of Saw, but also director of Furious Seven, the third biggest grossing film of all time, or fourth, being like that. It's right up there. So what's he doing with his power? Making MacGyver. <laughs> gonna MacGyver the shit out of that. When I was a kid, my um, one of my aunties used to tell me that she was dating MacGyver. And I believed her and I thought it was the greatest thing in the world. <laughs> what age? <laughs> you remember when we talked a few weeks ago about the embarrassing stories I had and there's an age where you suddenly say it out loud and you're like, oh. Yeah, I was probably about seven. Oh, that's not as bad as mine. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, moving on. Marvel has numerous contingency plans in case it regains rights to its characters, which is why Spidey was an easy fit for Civil War. Yep. 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 So this is really smart of them. What does that mean? <laughs> is, there, is there a quote there? Did I put a quote in? Oh, there is a quote. I didn't keep reading the blowdown. The, down. Great. So the short a... answer is, Al, <laughs> the most important Illuminate thing me. is the standalone movie, relaunching Spider-Man with the standalone movie with a new storyline that fits into this universe. That's job number one for us, he explained. And as, <laughs> as is no the case, there. the connectivity is great, but it doesn't drive the train. Feige continued. <laughs> Feige. 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 It's Feige. Feige. I think it's Feige. Now you're making me doubt it. Continued. It's Kevin Feige. That being he, run, said, he runs all the Marvel cinema. If I understand what you're asking, this has been a dream of ours for a long time, and we always had contingency plans. Are we going to be able to make another movie with his actor? If we are, then we'll do this. If not, we're going to do this. <laughs> if we get the We're going to do this. He's like pointing in different directions. Yep. I, I, did, I, did, I did read that wrong. I did read that right. If we get the rights to a certain character, that'd be great. Then we do this. If not, we do this. So <laughs> we always sort of operate within those alternate timelines available and ready to shift something. If kind of like happens. the way you read it the first time. Yeah. It's yeah. Really, but this is, this <laughs> is the difference. It sense in my head. This is the difference between Marvel and DC. You get the feeling with DC because they, they keep doing these replies of, oh, why everything isn't wrapped up. It's because, oh, because then we're tying down our creators and want our creators to get to do whatever they want to do. And it's like, yeah, it's because you haven't planned anything out. Like, you haven't. You need to lock everyone in. You need to plan it out. Have your contingency plans. Give people flexibility within that. And that's what Marvel is doing now. They've warmed up now to the point where you can have flexibility. But you've got to, you know, stay within the structure of what they're creating. And they're smart enough to do this. But they have not only planned out all their films and TV shows and how they all tie in, but contingencies for if we get Spidey back, if we get Daredevil back, if we ever get Wolvie back, like Fantastic Four, whatever. Fantastic Four. Well, they, could, they, they can... They can. Fantastic Four could happen though. Like yeah, Marvel would do something nice for that. They would bring. They wouldn't if they don't do a solo. They'd need to bring them in, in you know, in like the Infinity War in Avengers, where you've got Guardians of the Galaxy, you've got all the so Avengers, yeah, yeah, that would be Spidey, cool. and then Fantastic Four turn up to help out as well. That would be cool. That's I don't want, want to see another Fantastic Four movie. No, no. Whether it's Marvel or Marvel Studios. No, no. But they they, they need all the characters. Back. I don't want to see one. They need their fucking <laughs> characters back, Alex. <laughs> Make it happen. <laughs> Um, <laughs> there's a uh, new trailer, Al. Do you know what movie for? No. No no trailers this week. The Revenant. Oh, hey. Which uh, I'm really excited about. The first trailer was incredible. Incredible. It looks so That's so why cool. it's on the blowdown. We don't talk about trailers very often because there's a shitload. I have, um, haven't seen this new trailer. It's very similar. We saw you it haven't seen the new one? No. It's very similar. There's a couple of new shots. Um, so it develops the brilliant. story more. I yeah. now have a kind of a grasp on what the actual storyline or premise is going to be. Yeah, I don't want. I don't want. I'm not gonna. I don't want any more. Um, like face your mic a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know any more about the film because it just looks so good. 
but for that, I'm in. I'm so excited. It's yeah, definitely I'm the film too. I'm most excited about it's like this what year, you said, other than Steve where Jobs. It's, it's basically a modern day Jeremiah Johnson. Yeah. Which is one of my favorite films. Yeah, so. so. I was am and was very excited. Still excited. Yeah, I went to see The Martian the other night and it was a trailer before that. Oh, nice. That was the new trailer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Better. It's better than The Martian. Yeah, you want to talk mm. about the it? The trailer is better than The Martian. Yeah, definitely. the whole trailer is better. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. I like The Martian. It was good. It was good fun. Yeah. Much very different from what I thought it would be. Very yeah. funny. It's very, very lighthearted. lighthearted. Mm. Um, not that serious and dark in. at all. <laughs> Bounces back and forth between... Because I was expecting it to be, oh, he's on you know, Mars and we deal with that and it's quite serious and like us. But no, you're back on Earth a lot. You're on a spaceship a lot. You're on Mars a lot. You're jumping back all over the place. It was good. I liked it. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Bethany shared with me a meme that popped up on her Facebook feed. And it was Matt Damon from The Martian, Matt Damon from Saving Private oh, yeah. Ryan, Matt Damon from Interstellar. And it was like, America spent millions trying Just to save trying Matt Damon. Save <laughs> <laughs> yep. Brilliant. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it, yeah, it is a bit weird, him and Jessica Chastain after yeah. Interstellar yeah. being in the same film. That, that it was kind of like someone came up you, you're in your suit I'm in my suit I'll just keep yeah let's just go let's yeah. just, just, just keep your outfit and we're gonna make another film um, yeah that, that that I found actually kind of jarring just from watching the trailer yeah it's yeah it's a good film though it's, it reminded me of how it used to be seeing films in the 90s like it was one of those temple movies that had character to it um, yeah. I might have thought it was a better film if it was serious but the character was good Interesting. What number are we up to? Eight. Vin oh. Diesel says Furious 8 is part of the last trilogy. <laughs> what? That's the best quote. In part the of the last world. trilogy. Yep. Eight. For, for Does he thing, know yeah. what trilogy means? Yeah. <laughs> they're they're, they're, seeing, it, right. they're <laughs> seeing it as separate trilogies, but then they're missing certain movies out yeah. <laughs> because they don't count certain movies as part of the official trilogies. Ah, I see. But I think there's a quote so what, there what, as well. So what there? wouldn't be in Tokyo Drift? I'm presuming... Well, he's in Tokyo Drift, so I'm presuming he doesn't count number two, even though oh, Paul Walker right. is in number two. I don't know, man, because technically they all link up. Yeah. But it's a beautiful quote. Number eight will be part... And he doesn't even say what part. It's like, well, are we at the end of the trilogy? Are we at the beginning of a new trilogy? So Vin Diesel said in talking about this, fans of the Fast and Furious saga are the best fans in the world. Um, since I became the producer in 2008, you have been with, with, me, with me every step of the way, literally giving me feedback that proved invaluable. Thank you. My producing partner, Neil H. Morris, would love for me to just sign off on a director, but this is too special a franchise. So these matters have to be handled very uh, have to be very carefully handled. To be clear, no one in capitals has been offered to helm Fast Eight yet, let alone seen a script. Universal has been so good to me and so trusting of the vision. They have been like family. I promise the studio I deliver one last trilogy to end the saga. I will announce the directors on my next post. So if he's saying deliver, that means it's got to be the start. So it's going to finish at number ten. There are going to be 10 Fast and Furious films before even the main crew are out. I wonder how much money he's made on that since he became producer. It's mind-boggling though, isn't it? That, that, like, that, can you remember when The Fast and The Furious came out and the same year has gone to 60 Seconds? And it was mildly entertaining, but it was mm. just another Hollywood, you know, middle, middle sort of, yeah, whatever, mm-hmm. tier film. Can you imagine now, like, knowing that, yeah, oh, when they get to number seven of that, it's going to be the fourth biggest grossing film in history. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Anyway, next. <laughs> uh, these next last three pieces of news are all very exciting to me. So the first one is uh, Matt Damon. Oh, I think Bethany's here. 
Is she? Yeah. I thought I just heard something. Matt Damon would play Daredevil if Christopher Nolan directed. <laughs> yeah. Was that just like a comment? To is be there fair, substance in that? No, he kind of... Because Christopher Nolan is clearly never going to direct Daredevil. It's not going to happen. Ever, ever, ever. He was with DC. He's done Batman. I don't see him ever doing superheroes ever again. Um, considering he doesn't really want to run. You know, he didn't want to do Superman and the Man of Steel. And he didn't want to do Justice League and all that stuff. So it's never going to happen. I think it was Matt Damon really finding a safe way to say, you know, something ridiculous. Like, because they were asking him if he would play a superhero and he said he had no interest. But then he said he would, he always, him and Ben grew up loving Daredevil. Obviously, Ben actually played Daredevil. Mm. So I just hear a lot of new things because it's, oh, the two best friends would play the same role. Yeah. Sort of thing. Two lovers. Yeah. He'd be a very short Daredevil. Is he very short? He's pretty short. Is he? Pretty, uh, Pretty tiny. You and I it's are a pretty stocky tall. fella. Is he? Yeah. How do you know this? I've, I've seen him stand next to people in films. <laughs> next bit of news. And this is also very exciting for me. Sigourney Weaver joins the Ghostbusters reboot. So they've almost got, uh, with the exception of Harold Ramis, uh, God rest his soul, yep. they've got the original cast. They do have the original cast. The, uh, so th- well, except to give this Rick con- Moranis as well. I guess he's not. I guess so. To give this context, uh, I think it was the director came out to say, this is about to leak, so I'm going to let you know first. And he said it was really upsetting because they're trying to keep all these secrets of people guesting in Ghostbusters and they couldn't because uh, there's too many leaks. So they're just getting on top of the leaks by telling us, um, hey, it's Frankie. Frankie. What are you doing? Hey. It's not Bethany. <laughs> That's not your <laughs> wife. <laughs> This hey, is Alex. Hey, man. How Hi, you doing? We just made podcast. I apologize. Come. Sit down. Draw up a chair. Feel free to... If you want to... There are beers in this little fridge down here. Oh, wow. Katie made some food. I don't know if there's any left. If you want to be in here and listen to our geeky talk, feel free. If you don't, you can play some rock band. You can just sit up on the top. Oh, now you're leaving. You're reading the news. All right. I'll read the fucking news. I'll do it. I'm going to do the next one, and you, you want to talk about the next one. Um, where is it? Hang on, didn't we put the... Um... Oh, it's all falling apart. This is scary. Frankie, take a pew for a second. Come sit down. Oh, oh like you. Yeah. Oh, it's still warm. That's How are you doing, Frankie? Good, yeah. So this is Frankie. He's a good friend. Uh, he's a DP working on our next project. Hey, Bethany. Everyone's just come in at the same time. Happy two-year anniversary, we just heard on the podcast, and you couldn't get into your house. Excellent. All right, everyone swap seats. Do you want me to finish the news? Yeah, please finish the news. Okay, uh, can I finish these? Oh, whoops. Sorry, I stole your seat there. That's all right. You want to sit back here? No, it's all good. It's all warmed it up and everything. Oh, that'll be better coming underneath. Now. Flip it through. This is this is superb listening for everyone. We're just rearranging all the wires. Okay, last bit of news. So we talked about the Ghostbusters reboot. Yep. Uh, last bit of news: Prometheus Two and Alien Paradise Lost will have connection to Ripley. Yeah. But I'm guessing not to the actual 
original Alien series. Yeah, yeah, it is. Because that's the point, isn't it? Prometheus, he's now said he's doing three more Prometheus films and the fourth one will lead directly into Alien. Even though the end of Prometheus 1 looks like it leads directly oh, into okay. Alien. Because he's a fucking idiot. Um, and they're doing... Yeah, he's promised it's going to be... It's, but it's now not called Prometheus 2. It's called Alien Paradise Lost. Which is weird to begin with. And then you've got Neil Blomkamp's... Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Well. So, but do those ones link at all? Yeah, so they're all linked. I think Ripley said, sorry, not Ripley, Ridley. <laughs> Ripley Scott. Uh, Ripley Scott said that, yeah, he said he was coming in through the, <laughs> the back exit. That was his actual quote. And the rest of the films are going to be tied in more directly. Um, but it's all part of parcel. So by the end of this, we're going to have four Prometheus films that aren't all called Prometheus. Um, Neil Blumkamp's and then the original four films mm-hmm. and then of course the two alien versus predator films so there'll be <laughs> 11 alien the movies um i watched alien the other day because i've borrowed your alien anthology. oh did you read the quadrilogy quadrilogy they invented a word for that box. um yeah watch the first one didn't watch the director's cut watch the theatrical cut oh did you brilliant i haven't watched the director's cut of the first one i want to i watched it for the third one which is great and the second one, which is obviously great. Mm-hmm. Um, they're better, I think, those two in director's cuts, but not the original. I haven't seen it. You seen, have you seen the original Alien director's cut? I have, yes. Is it, good? Is it better as a director's cut? Um, get up close. Get cozy. Oh, oh, Pretend uh, it's your friend. Yes, okay. Yes, this is my very good friend. You here. have a great radio voice. Oh, so. I thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, so what are you feeling on the... On the, on the director's cut? Mm. Um, you know, it had been a while since I'd seen the original, the non-director's cut, so right, right, right. it was hard to compare for me. Um, uh, I mean, I, I there was nothing in there that stood out as um, unnecessary. Yeah, I mean, it, it all felt there's nothing awkward not, or weird yeah, about it, it. Everything felt natural and organic in it. Cool. So I, um, yeah, I mean, I dug it. Nice. I, I saw that pretty recently, actually. Check it out then. Um, yeah, I'm not, I don't know if that one was a sanctioned director's cut. I don't know. Because really? you have director's cut and you have director's cut, don't you? Like Alien 3, because, you know, Fincher wanted it a certain way and they wouldn't do it that certain way. And he didn't get to film it all the way he wanted to. Um, but the director's cut is closer to how he wanted it. Mm. But then you have other ones like, yeah, when they realize, oh, we're going to re-release stuff, let's do them all like that. So, well, did they want Alien Resurrection any other way? And did he want Alien any other way? Mm-hmm. I don't know. don't know. Um, are you at the end? That's it. That's all the news, mate. Guess what, buddy? I got a secret piece of movie news for you. I think it's going to bring a smile to your face. It's already bringing a smile to your face. I kind of, maybe I should just leave it. Because you know what? Anticipation is much better than it's the It's not a act. Star Wars spoiler, is it? No, there's no spoilers. No fucking Star Wars spoilers. I'm not watching any more Star Wars trailers. Neither I'm, am I'm I. done. I haven't watched any. I uh, haven't watched any. I, I, I leave the movie theater when it comes on. I just, I, I hear the cue and I'm, I'm out of there. Oh, that's good. The first two, like, that's enough for me. Yeah, yeah. Because I still know nothing exciting. really, but then you, I get all the tidbits through, you know, sites. And I went to Disneyland the other day and they have a shop that is packed for yeah. the Star Wars The Force Awakens stuff and so many spoilers. When I, when you sent me that message, I was worried that you were going to send me photos. So no. I just stopped reading it. But they even had a cuddly of one of the monsters from it, which they haven't shown yet, I don't believe. Um, so if you want Star Wars stuff, go to Disneyland because they had lots of stuff you can't get anywhere else. It yeah. annoys me that all the toys are already out, like with all the characters. Oh man, it's so good though. So good. Um, I got my little BB-8 working. That is perfect. It's so That's cool. good. You seen the little BB-8? We'll do that. We'll play with them later. Mm. All right. So my secret special piece of movie news for you, sir, is a Ghostbusters animated movie is also oh in the works. God. Produced by Ivan Reitman. Ooh, really? Yep. That the is awesome. Producer news. in. 
Uh, that's all that anyone knows about it right now. But apparently, Sony is it Sony? I think it's Sony who owns. And will it be? Uh, so that's the only news. That's all they. Uh, that's all that's released. Really, so he's producing, and it's going to be a proper movie. Should be coming to cinemas. Brilliant. All that jazz. All right, so I'm going to do some games news. We're really running long today, so I'm going to try and whip through these. Uh, number one on games news this week is Far Cry Primal was announced today. And I'll tell you what. I got an email from Ubisoft. Did you? From the old Ubi? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there were some, we, we woke up pretty happy about this one. Because, uh, yeah, they had a thing went up last night for which just had a bit on their website. And it was just a cave painting yeah. on some wall and fire and crackling. And Katie loves Far Cry. She got very excited. Uh, they're saying this is a full, first, full uh, single player experience. Don't, it's not numbered. So I feel they're going to slip into a thing where they're kind of doing every other year you get a numbered Far Cry and every other year you get a smaller experience because there's no online list from sounds of it, no co-op, no multiplayer, probably won't be as big. Do you think it's a kind of response to... Um, the fact that they made a lot of money with the last two games? True, but uh, conceptually to... Um, oh, fuck, I forgot the name of it. What's the game we saw at E3? Set in oh, like- Horizon. The no, the, the yeah, other Horizon. dinosaur. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that's Horizon. Because we it? kept not remembering the name just because it doesn't sound like it should be the right name. Yeah. The girl and the dinosaurs and the... No, no. The girl and the dinosaurs? With the, with the uh, mechanical dinosaurs. No, no. The oh. first person one where you can oh, fly Ark. dinosaurs. Yeah. With Ark. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. So there's no dinosaurs, but there's Willy Mammoths and Sabertooth Tigers and stuff. It looks awesome. Um... But yeah, what's weird about this is at the moment, because like the, the thing that ties, the thread that ties Far Cry together, he's ignoring me, so I'm going to talk to you now, Frank. The thread that ties the Far Cry series together is, uh, it's a guy, or a girl, I guess, but it's always been a guy who's put, he's kind of stranded in an environment that is not his home, where there's some sort of civil unrest going on, and he has to deal with it. That's always been the theme, and with this one, it really doesn't seem like, it seems like you're just some prehistoric person hunting with your friends which is I'll happily play that but yeah Me it just seems weird because they are moving away from what the theme is because it's hard to really say down what is Far Cry what does it mean and now they're getting away from that but anyway very excited number two Microsoft HoloLens the um, the not VR but the oh fuck what do you call it augmented reality uh, kits the Verge reports that are going to be out quarter one 2016 and they're going to cost $3,000 crikeys mm. yep Sorry. Um, <laughs> that was the best way. Um, and they've also said that uh, Microsoft did a thing. I didn't read up about this properly, but there's like, they called it X ray, I think. And it's stuff you put onto your body and use the hollow lens to see other things on your body or something. Wait, so you. Oh, yeah, that's weird. I don't really understand what this might be useful. But anyway. Uh, number three, the PS4 about to get $50 cheaper? Question mark, Alex. <laughs> number four, <laughs> Target made a post. Uh, sorry, number three, Target made a post along with the pick of Uncharted Nathan Drake collection saying that the PlayStation 4 will be $50 cheaper and then immediately pulled it down again. So chances are, come Christmas, there's going to be a price drop on the PS4 so it can match the Xbox One. Because uh, they have nothing really out this Christmas and Xbox is going to own it. Mm. Number four, Jessica Jones got its first teasers. Um, I haven't actually watched it, uh, which is crazy because this is my favorite comic book of all time, pretty much. It's Alias, which is called Jessica Jones as a series for obvious reasons. Uh, but ties into the Marvel world. Uh, she's best friends with Daredevil in the show. She's actually his secretary and PA, I think, at one point. 
You're looking at me like I know him. Anyone seen this? No. The Daredevil series? The Jessica Jones teaser. Uh, I have not seen it, no. Did you like Daredevil series? I was not that crazy about it. I got got a lot of hype behind it from a lot of friends, and um, I did not think it lived up to the hype. Okay. Did you get get through all of it or something? I got through all of it, yeah. I I don't know. Vincent D'Onofrio just uh, was not... I was not feeling really? Vincent D'Onofrio. Um, Interesting. And it just, I don't know, I just kind of had this, I don't know, just awkward vibe to it. I, I, I can't put my finger yeah. on it, but it's it just... This, um, particularly in the middle, I feel like it starts well. The second episode, I think, yeah. is fantastic. And the last two episodes for me are fantastic. Um, I'm a big Daredevil fan, though, so I was just happy to get a more serious version of Daredevil yeah, than no, the Ben yeah. Affleck one, but... But yeah, it's definitely a bit awkward and it's a little shuffling yeah. in places. Yeah, I mean, there was one episode... That I watched, um, I had it on, but I didn't even, didn't even pay attention. Yeah. Mm. Where about are you? Uh, just after the spoiler alert, the hostage bit. Okay, so you're about what's that? Like episode I'm almost at the end. Seven or something? Yeah. Just do, man. Just do the last three. Yeah. Or whatever it is you got. Seriously. Um, Pixar had the new trailer out for Good Dinosaur. Um, if you're interested in that, I not, I'm into movie news again. Yeah, sorry. We had a bit of a mix-up <laughs> with the uh, with these sheets today. Um, yeah, there's a lot of movie news now here, actually. Sorry. Um, <laughs> fuck it. Who cares? Uh, Transformers 5, 6, 7, and 8 are coming. Thanks to China. Thank you, China. Wait, how many did you say? 5, 6, 7, and, and 8? And 8 are all confirmed. That's coming. Um, it's all just because of the international sales in China. Because it didn't, wasn't, didn't do as well here. Uh, number nine. Sorry, number nine. I'm all out. I'm out, Alex. I got confused. Uh, whatever number we're up to. Uh, but the good news is the Terminator sequels are on hold. So there won't be any more Terminator for a while. Yes. Despite that making quite a lot of money. Uh, Mad Max director George Miller wants Del Toro to direct the next Mad Max film. Mm. Which is interesting. Um, yeah, they're good buddies. And Benicio Del Toro. Yes. <laughs> um, and yeah, George Miller also turned down uh, this week. It was revealed he turned down the live action version of Akira, uh, which Leonardo DiCaprio is producing, and Marco J. Ramirez, showrunner of Daredevil, is writing the script as we speak. Cool. Probably. Or he's out partying. One of the two. <laughs> um, what else? Number 10 or whatever. Fucking, I'm going to stop saying numbers. Princess Leia's original golden bikini went up for auction on October $90,000, right? $96,000, sir. Wow. Woo. You expect a very nice Christmas present from your wife. <laughs> <laughs> and last two pieces. HBO. Uh, <laughs> didn't realize we had that much money. <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore, you don't. <laughs> HBO may make a Watchmen TV series. Um, and interestingly, they've gone to Zack Snyder to ask him to help out with it. Which, considering there's a lot of. Con- I, I personally love Zack Snyder's Watchmen, but there's a lot of people who don't. I really enjoyed so it. So, if you're going to do a TV show, interestingly, I'd go back to the person a lot of the fans of the comic hated. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you feel? Did you like the Watchmen? Uh, yeah, I, I like the movie all right. I, 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 I'm not a huge fan, but, um, but I enjoyed it. Okay. Okay. Last piece of news. Back to video game news. About to make you smile again, Alex. I don't make you smile. Don't doze off. <laughs> Battlefront. Star Wars. Mm-hmm. All I have to say I've learned is the words Ghostbusters or Star Wars and you just get this goofy smile on your face and the table lifts up a little bit. Uh, the beta, or beta, launches tomorrow. Open beta. Um, 
or to well today technically because this will go up on tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> you mean today? <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's out. I can't remember what you need for that. I think it's just you had to sign up for it, and then there was a video game, an EA game you could have bought to get in on it easily, easier. Um, but yeah, it's going up. So when's the actual release? Oh, the actual game's not out till next year. Is it? Yeah, yeah. Ah, delayed. I thought. It, pretty I thought sure. it was coming out. I'm pretty oh, sure it got late. delayed. You can do some Google. Looks so beautiful. You can do some Googles. There you go. That was the news. Well, thank you for putting on a smile. I'm putting a smile on my face twice. You're lucky. Thank you. Well, you got two Ghostbusters. You got three smiles. You done that there. What else we got? All right. So we've had a real shuffle around now because we're about to get into the quiz, Frankie. So do you want to be involved in the quiz? The quiz. I'm horrible at quizzes, but um, you're in. It sounds like you're I, in. I, I, so, all right. I, we need one more I player. Guess. Someone take a pew by the microphone. Bethany? Yeah, she did the nose thing, which apparently in America means you're not involved. She put a finger on her nose. Bethany, you're in the quiz. Uh, just uh, while Bethany gets to the microphone, let me just tell a little story about last week's quiz and its prizes. <laughs> um, last week in the quiz, uh, one of the prizes that I won were handcuffs. Oh my! Yeah, we did a special quiz. We did a prizes and penalties. Oh, did, prizes and penalties. Yeah. yeah so oh. you know, you could look at the handcuffs either way. It could be a prize. It could be a penalty. Uh, I got the handcuffs. Um, I'm sorry. Were you handcuffed, or was it just? No, it's a prize. The handcuffs. It was a prize. That's a prize. That's not a, pri- got, that's got, not a yeah, penalty. Yeah, yeah. there's no okay. so They got, actually got all of the ingredients you needed for a happy Saturday night in. Yeah, Ooh. I got glow sticks, um, handcuffs. Oh my! Spicy mango. <laughs> I'm, s- I'm sorry. A fake what? moustache. A fake moustache. What's I'm what spicy mango? What spicy mango? Wow. <laughs> it's yeah. spicy mango. All the, all the penalties <laughs> were spicy flavored foods. Oh yeah. Um, um, so anyway, upon finishing the podcast and leaving, I handed the handcuffs to to Bethany, and she put them in her handbag. Do you want to finish this story? <laughs> Has it sort of happened to you? Oh yeah. Well, I was in the locker room at the gym and I was digging around for my keys and I was like, what is this? And I pulled out these handcuffs and a couple of ladies in the locker room looked at me and they were just like, what? It was very embarrassing. Oh, uh, nice. He said, don't worry. Just my it was perfect. Toys. That was part of your plan, right, Al? To kind of catch us in a it was situation. To like introduce you to group um, sex. Group sex. <laughs> <laughs> group sex. I had no end for that sentence. So that seems fine. Group <laughs> sex. Group <laughs> All right, the quiz. So we've been mixing it up each week, doing a different style of quiz. So we're getting you uh, out of your comfort zone with those working titles because you're getting too good at them, Alex. I'm not going to lie. I know my so shit. So this week we have a theme, um, which is Nicolas Cage. Mm. <laughs> because Bethany's favorite actor. He's still, well, he's, you know, why not celebrate him? Because he's still alive. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe he's not. Maybe he died tonight. No clue. But as far to our best knowledge, he's still alive. Um, so we have a little quiz. The way it works, Frankie. Let me walk you through it. All right. The guests are getting accumulative points throughout the year, mm. and then Alex, one of our co-hosts, and Nate, who is not here tonight, uh, they have separate points, and they're all in a little battle, a three three way battle. I see. And whoever wins at the end of the year, come New Year, gets the prize, which has yet been un- unrevealed, but it's pretty good. It's a pretty good prize. I'm not gonna lie. Um, and whoever's the last guest on will obviously reap the rewards if if they follow through. Then, uh. ah. So at the moment, fuck, I'm trying to remember where the point stood. I know the guests had three. You had 
I think N- I had two and Nate had Nate, three. Nate won last week, mm-hmm. so I think he got three. So yeah, yeah, it's three, three, two. Um, coming last. So the way it works is we have a number of questions. You can win them, but they, they just equal points to then win one point. So it's whoever wins the quiz gets one point. Each ah, okay. If you see what I mean. Oh, I have an even number. So I need to get rid of one of these. Well, no, we'll just do who gets the most. All right, see so what we're going to do. This week's difference. This is a bit of an experiment. I've got eight quotes from films. Fuck. Now, this one's pretty hard. Because we're trying to make it a bit more entertaining now. So I'm, I'm playing up to your improv, Alex, okay? So you probably people might get one of these. They might get none of these. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But here's how it's going to work. And this might sound too complicated. So I apologize. Just go for it. I'm going to read out eight quotes from Nicolas Cage films that he spoke. If you, I'm going to leave out one word from each quote. If you can guess the word, you get a point. If you just guess the film it's from, you get half a point. Okay. Throughout these eight quotes, one of them actually isn't from Nicolas Cage. <laughs> and it's actually by our friend Dwayne Johnson. Now, under the your rock. hands, you have your Dwayne Johnson cards. Don't turn them over yet. Oh, there you go. Here you go. You got this one. Don't turn them over. Okay. If you suspect... You only get to play your Dwayne Johnson card once. If you suspect a quote is actually from Dwayne Johnson, lift aloft your Dwayne Johnson card and you will be greeted with two full points, sir. And madam. And sir. All right. All right. Here we go. Let's get straight into this. So is this uh, quickest to answer or we just all get to answer? You'll get to answer... Oh, yeah. I thought it was just a word, isn't it? <laughs> I'll be honest. You're not going to get any of them. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. It's qu- everyone can just answer what they think. You can go around whatever they think the word is. Yep. And then keep to yourself what the, uh, the film is. And we'll just go... We'll take it in turns, each one of you starting. Okay. Uh, the, you know, the next one. Mm-hmm. How in the name of Zeus's blank did you get out of your cell? How in the name of Zeus's blank did you get out of your cell? What word did Nicholas Cage say in the blank? What film was it from? Who goes first? No. Okay, can, can I go first? We're going in Who's, deep. Yeah, who, yeah how's the... Uh, what's the I'm going to tell you, here? these are all big Nicholas Cage films. None of these are weird, obscure okay. Nicholas Cage films. They're all films you've probably seen. Sorry, what did you say? Who's well, going what's, first? The what's the order? Uh, oh, oh, oh. Rotation. The, for this, you can just go whatever. For the word, it doesn't matter because I'm guessing no one will get it. Oh, okay. Um, I'll go with beard. Beard. How in the name of Zeus's beard did you get out of your cell? That's what I was going to say. I'm going to go with lightning bolt. Oh, how in the name of Zeus's lightning bolt? Just to be different, how in the name of Zeus's robe? <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> Slash toga. I'm afraid it was actually how in the name of Zeus's butthole did you get out of your cell? My next uh, guess was Taint, would have, which would have been What closer. film? What film? Frankie, you go first. What film do you reckon? Um, from? Is that... I don't even remember if he was in this. Con Air? Uh, no, he not wasn't Air, that. He was, he wasn't that. But no, it wasn't on that no, film, no. I'm afraid. Sorry. Bethany, any Nicolas Cage films? You can just guess the same sense. one every That's time if you want. jail film. You'll probably be right to see him at some point. <laughs> um, what's that one with the treasure hunting? Ooh, uh, National Treasure. There you go. No. No. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> the Rock. It was The Rock. What? Alex gets half a point. I thought I was going to say Con Air, but the way you said it wasn't Con Air. <laughs> That's why we're going to go What's the around. other jail one? <laughs> That's funny. My name's blank. Two blanks don't make a right. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. My name's blank. Two blanks don't make a right. Who wants to go first? Mm-hmm. Everyone's very quiet. <laughs> 
Don't look for cheating across the rooms. Frankie looks. I'll like go he's with ready. the name Wong. <laughs> That's funny. My name's Wong. Two Wongs don't make a right. A, a, tr- a valid and true sentence. Uh, but incorrect, Bethany. I'm gonna go with Roger. Roger. That's funny. My name's Roger. Two Rogers don't make a right. Alex. Nope. <laughs> fuck, isn't My name's answer? Fuck. <laughs> Two fucks don't make a right. No? The correct answer was Roger. <laughs> Bethany. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know what that's wrong? That's funny. My name's Roger. Two Rogers don't make a right. Was it from Bethany? Uh, treasure hunting. <laughs> what is it? <that>? National <laughs> treasure. What? National How did you know treasure. That line. No, it was not from National Treasure. Uh, anybody else? Film? Hmm. For half a point. Conair. <laughs> Frankie. We'll go with uh, Raising Arizona. It was gone in 60 seconds. I'm afraid. Uh, uh, 60 seconds. So, yeah, I'm going to take all your answers first because I was going around. I was told Frankie was wrong and then Bethany said the right answer. I was like, and Alex, what's your answer? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, we're learning. We're all learning together. New quiz. Uh, I could eat a blank for hours. I could eat a blank for hours. Oh, no. Nicholas Cage said this. I could eat a blank for hours. Uh, Alex, I feel you should start off this time. I could eat a coochie. Coochie? <laughs> What's a coochie? It's actually the same thing I was going to say, only differently. There you go. What were you going to say? Pussy. Okay. I could eat a coochie for hours. I could eat a pussy for hours. I was going to say ass. <laughs> ass <for> hours. <laughs> Oddly enough. Now, you're not right, I'm afraid, but you're closest because the actual lines, I could eat a peach for hours. Ah. What film was it from? Uh, I love these pregnant pauses. That was from... Alex knows the answer. um, That was from... Oh, God, I forgot his name. The one where he's the the flaming skull guy. (laughs) Ghost Rider? Ghost Rider. No. Ghost Rider. (laughs) And I should really take all your answers for I say no. Anybody else? I'm going to go with Raising Arizona again. Oh, you think it's a good film? No. Ah, the Weatherman. No, but nice choice. I like that film. I like that film. Well, who, was the, who got The Weatherman today? It was one of our introductory names. Who was The Weatherman? Haruka. Someone. Haruka was The Weatherman. Oh, You're a family. Family. Oh, was the oh, I think Katie was The Weatherman. Oh, the we did different Nicolas Cage the films that had man in the title. Oh. <laughs> a considerable amount. It was Face Off. Face, oh. face Travolta. Face off. There we go. If he goes to the John, I want to know how many times he blank. If he goes to the John, I want to know how many times he blank. Let's go. Bethany first. Craps. How many times he craps? craps. <laughs> if he goes to the John. Once. Alex. Uh, if he goes to the John, I want to know how many times he wipes. How many times he wipes, mm. Frankie? Um, I want to know how many times he masturbates. If he goes to the John, I want to know how many times he masturbates. The actual line is, if if he goes to the John, if I go to the John, I want to know how many times he shakes it. Uh, I was closest. I'm afraid you'll miss your chance. It was Dwayne Johnson from The Fast Five. Oh! No! No! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Frankie's is my personal favorite. Let's all take a look at the... uh, Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> he looks like Steve Carell, but... 
Oh my god, yeah, sorry. We have some very funny pictures of Dwayne Johnson from his younger years, mostly. Other than Hercules there for a... This one's good. Looks like he works at the DMV. (laughs) (laughs) That's the stash. Yeah. So good. All right. Uh, There's no double points. I'm sorry, what was that movie? Uh, It was Fast Five. Ah. Fast Five. Fast My favorite bit in that, but it was a back and forth where he's talking to someone... And they say, do you want the bad news? And says, you know, I like my desserts first. And then they say something. And he said, now give me my veggies. <laughs> so fucking brilliant. The rock. Killing me won't bring back your goddamn blank. Killing me won't bring back your goddamn blank. Nicholas Cage said this. But what did he say? Son. It's killing me won't bring back your goddamn son. Interesting. Bethany. Mm. <laughs> Have Alex go first. <laughs> <laughs> Killing me won't bring back your goddamn wife. So, son and wife. Oh, we're going familial with know. this. Bethany, you're going to go continue the with the theme? And go with the dog. Oh, Ooh, that Killing was my me second choice. You're all close, but it was actually... Yeah. Killing me won't bring back your goddamn honey. Honey. <laughs> honey. Mm. No truer words have been uttered. Uh, I bet you can guess what film that was from. Anyone? Mm. What film would Nicolas Cage be screaming while people try to kill him that it um, will not bring back their honey? City of Angels. Lord of War? Nope. It's not Winnie the Pooh. It was not Winnie the Pooh. It was the Wicker Man. Ah. The Wicker Man remake. With some of the best lines of dialogue in history. I believe he's screaming that as the bees kill him. Because mm. he stole, ah, he stole yeah, their honey. Of course. That's right. Mm. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah. Three more. At the moment, City of Angels. At the moment, Bethany's in the lead with one point. Alex, you only have half a point. Right. I never blank before gunplay. I never blank before gunplay. I never blow before gunplay. You never blow before gunplay. I'm gonna go with dance. You never dance before gunplay. I never drink before gunplay. It was, I never disrobe. Ah. <laughs> uh, what film was that from, though? Uh, that was from Kick-Ass. Kick-Ass? Hmm. Raising Arizona. We <laughs> <laughs> have a national treasure. It was actually from Drive Angry, I'm afraid. Damn, Drive it was Angry. from Kick-Ass. <laughs> <laughs> but, but actually from Pretty Kick-Ass. Goodness. Last couple... Uh, I don't know which one's better. I don't know which one to save for last. The blank won't save us. Nothing can. The blank won't save us. Nothing can. Shall I make everyone's lives easier for the last two? Shall I give you the film these two are from? So you get some context. But then it is robbing you the chance of half a point. I can't do that now. I can't just make that up now. It's too much. Sure. Yeah. All right. This is from Knowing. Knowing the film about the end of the world and mm. his kid it was basically it was the same. It was a film that then Kiefer Sutherland's TV show ripped off. You remember he had a little TV show for a brief time where his kid was writing down numbers oh, and was predicting yeah, bad yeah, things that yeah. were going to happen. It's essentially yeah. exactly the same. The blank won't save us. Nothing can. But future. The future won't save us. Nothing can. Yes. Nope. Just say a word. Um, the Rock. The Rock won't <laughs> save us. Nothing can. The bomb. The 
bomb won't save us, nothing can. I'm going to give Bethany half a point. Because it's the caves won't save us, nothing Ooh. can. Caves are made of rocks. Half a point. That is a cheap half point. enough. <laughs> Last one. What's in the bag? A blank or something? What's in the bag? A blank or something? But what was Cage talking about? Did we get the movie hint? Oh, yeah. The Wicker Man. <laughs> so you know it's going to be good. <laughs> What's in the bag? A blank or something? I feel like I died. <laughs> but said with more dramatic, you know, poise. What's in the bag? A blank or something? Oh, I... What is it? Well, Alex has a breakdown. <laughs> We're going to move across the table. Frankie, hmm. any clues? Um... A beehive? I don't know. I never saw the movie. Beehive? Um, you were blessed. You were blessed, my friend. <laughs> um, Alex? <laughs> Is Alex or something in the bag? Alex, <laughs> that's your answer. <laughs> What's in the bag? A head or something? I'm afraid the actual answer from the Wicker Man was, What's in the bag? A shark or something? <laughs> Another Nicolas Cage classic. Uh, that was Cage's Corner. So the winner this week is Bethany with one and a half points. Alex got a half a point. Guests take the lead even further. Four points to guests. I blame Nate. His Nate's absence. Four points to guests. Nate has three. Alex has two. Is that correct? Is that where we were? That's where we're at. So, yeah. Going to be whoever comes on last is going to get a nice prize. She. Uh, We're going to just. We've been going on way too long. (laughs) We're going to dab very quickly at the box office. Got it up on my laptop. No, no releases this week. Oh, we got releases. Sorry, 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 we sorry, sorry, sorry. We have. Uh, well, hang on, I've forgotten. What do we call this segment? This little section's called Chris Pratt. Can you give me some money? And he never does. He's still not giving us any money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's three movies that are coming out this week. Uh, the uh, first one is The Walk. Yeah, it's directed by Robert Zemeckis, who did Back to the Future. He did, he did lots of great stuff. Lots of great stuff. Castaway. Back to the Future. What lies beneath? Back to the Future. Um, Back to the Future. <laughs> uh, and this stars Joseph Gordon-Levitt. It's a, based on a true story um, when uh, a high wire artist from France called Philippe Petit in 1974 uh, recruited a team of people to help he realize his dream to walk the immense void between the World Trade Centers. Mm. Um my recommendation for people is go and watch the documentary that came out eight years ago called Walking Man on a Wire. A Man on a Wire, yeah, yeah. Um, which gives you a much more beautiful, insightful human look at that story. Wait, 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 wait. Let's li- have you seen the film? Man on a Wire? No, this one. I've seen the trailer. <laughs> and I saw, and well, from the trailer, do you want the real man telling his story or do you want Joseph Gordon-Levitt doing no, a hammy French accent? I agree. <laughs> I think two might be, you know, like, because the, the film's got good reviews and I do like Zemeckis movies. Yeah, but, but, but I agree yeah. that, yeah, you should definitely see the documentary. I will read you uh, a part of a review, a okay. part of a quote. Not from our friend, it's, it's friend, our Variety it? Guy Lodge. Can you this is, Alex, is our friend coming up? Guy Lodge? Is he? He's not on today. Oh, I couldn't find any Guy Lodge oh, quotes. I'm finding some. But this, one, this one's good. This is from uh, Ed Whitfield uh, from the Outre. And he said about the walk. Hang on, from the what? Outre? Outre? Is that a real thing? I don't know. <laughs> he said... <laughs> well, you judge, judge if it's a real thing after right. you, hear his, right. you hear a quote from his review. You feel every story of those awesome erections. 
<laughs> and that sense of awe only primes you for the eponymous climax. A set piece Jesus. that for once is not oversold. That's ridiculous. So there you go. Is that, does he write for Playboy? <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to Gosling that one. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, I mean, it's me- it is meant to be great. I will watch it, but not at the cinema. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, next coming out uh, on Friday is Pan, directed by Joe Wright, starring Hugh Jackman as Blackbeard, Rooney Mara, Cara Delvine, your favorite, um, Garrett Hedlund, and Levi Miller as Pan, Peter. Who's my, who's my favorite? Cara Delvine. Eyebrows, model, English. Oh, that fucking bitch. There you <laughs> go. There it is. Uh, this is basically the prequel, or not the prequel, tells tells the story of how uh, Peter Pan came to be um, and how the orphan Peter was spirited away to the magical world of Neverland where he finds both fun and dangers and ultimately discovers his destiny. I didn't... Think I blanked out for a bit there. Sorry, what were you that's, saying? No, that's fair enough. I don't understand the posters where they're all... Uh, what do they say? Uh, like, originally he was a bad guy or something. Is that what they're saying? You've seen loads of posters around LA? I haven't seen it. Just no. says Pan. Uh, I don't know. And it says originally, like, it was bad or something. Yeah, it doesn't... Uh... So is he meant to be a part of his of Hook's crew, essentially, before he splits off? Is that what it's meant well, to be? Well, he gets taken by Blackbeard. What I can tell from the the uh, um, trailer is that he gets taken by Blackbeard, but within this sort of traveling group of pirates is James Hook, who I assume becomes oh, okay. Hook. Oh, okay. So Blackbeard... Blackbeard isn't oh, okay. Hook, He's not Hook, which I thought was the case. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, last movie coming out is, um, I talked about this in our last big group podcast, and that's Knock Knock, which is directed by mm. Eli Roth and stars Keanu Reeves. This is uh, a story about a devoted husband, father is left home alone for the weekend. Two stranded young women unexpectedly knock on the door for help. They essentially seduce him. Um, and then what starts out as a kind gesture results in a dangerous seduction and a deadly game of cat and mouse. Now, there's two trailers for this, uh, I realized last night. There's one that's, you know, pretty tame, standard sort of horror theme kind of trailer. The other one is just super raunchy and <laughs> shows... Uh, oh, yeah, that's the one I've seen, I think. Yeah, it? Keanu basically banging these these yep. two girls before they try to kill him. Yeah. Um, one bit that I really like about that, the raunchy trailer, is the way it opens. It's the happy family. Uh, and there's just a really classic kind of Keanu line delivered in a Keanu way <laughs> where his kids come in and say, happy Father's Day, Daddy. And he looks at the cake and he goes, chocolate with sprinkles. <laughs> <laughs> I have no gets, doubt that's exactly gets, how he It gets me every time. Well. Chocolate with sprinkles. Uh, I, I think this movie looks, I don't know. I, I want to see it. So bad you want to see it? Yeah. Maybe not, would you maybe, see it at cinema? No, though? maybe not at the cinema. Maybe a, a movie night here, Al. Just hinting at that. I think I think uh, probably get more laughs than scares. Yeah. Um, Justin Gerber from Consequence of Sound said, Knock Knock deserves to be knocked out. Oh. And that's the movie releases for this Friday. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't Crimson Peaks coming out this weekend, isn't it? No, it's not. Is it not? Nope. Oh, is that in the UK it's coming out? Maybe? I thought it was down in my diary. Yeah, from... Uh, oh, no, no, my bad. That's next weekend. Yeah. Well, you yeah. just spoiled that. Uh, what's coming out that's not movies? Uh, games. Games. Should we move on to the ga- Let's big move on game to release? the games. The big game release? Yeah, there is a big one. Actually, before I go to the game release, just a quick mention for a DVD release uh, this weekend. This week. What treasure do you have for me uh, that's slotted to my collection? It's not. It's, it's one that you, Nate, and I have been to frequently and analyzed in great detail. Magic Mike XXL. Oh, is it out? On DVD, yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I'll be honest, it's meant to be amazing. I, I have no clue. Well, don't pretend. 
Anyway, big game release. What's happening? There's one big game out. It's yeah. coming out. And well, there's technically two. Well, there's one that we tried and tested. That we've been playing all evening. What's it called? It's it's. What's it called, called again? The Ghost Cicadas. It's called Rock Band. Rock Brand Four. Rock Band is back, and it was awesome. We had a bit. Of, we went on tour tonight, didn't we? Al? We did. We did. Uh, what did we do? We did Austin. Well, we come from Canada. We hail from Canada, but yeah, we did Austin. We're from we did Montreal. New York. We did. Um, something in the middle, something Minneapolis, I think it was. Yep. Put on, put on quite a good show. Uh, we've been traveling around in a van and sleeping on people's trashy couches. Yeah, we decided to take every now and then the man comes along and tries to give us some money, Frankie. Mm. And guess what? What? Tell him to walk. Oh yeah. wow! Are we gonna go sleep with our fans? <laughs> yeah, keep it real. Is uh, what you do. We exactly. decided we're gonna develop develop a uh, strong loyal fan base and mm-hmm. then sell out. Well, <laughs> our plan is build up a rapport and a reputation. To be virtuous people, yeah, and then just bail at the last minute and reap as much money as you can possibly get. Because if you do like it too early, good plan. You're just an asshole. But if you do it later, exactly, you at least you know you you turned into an asshole. But mm. you can deal with that if you're rolling in whatever you buy. If you're really <laughs> rich, what would you buy? If you're really rich, for some reason pigeons came in my head, but yeah, I, I don't think a, I would buy more than one pigeon. pigeon. Yeah, I think well, one pigeon's enough. A flock of pigeons, why not? But yeah, we had the whole kit, drums, guitars, yep. and a microphone. Yep, Al yep. was on uh, vocals and guitar. Mm, sometimes on, at the same time. At the same time, I was on, I was on drums. And uh, when Haruka joined us, she was on the bass. And she is really good at she, 100%. At, uh, she got 100%. Yep, 100% of it. <laughs> she is really good. It's quite scary. Yeah. And she never breaks a sweat either. Um, yeah, great game. Yeah. I mean, it's it, like you said, it's sticks to the format nothing's really new or different yeah so you've um, got guitar live or whatever it's called guitar hero live coming out in a couple of weeks i want to say and that's the one which is doing drastically different stuff and they did you see this frankie how they mm, done it so mm. they created this new camera that's in a robot essentially and then they made these massive gigs with thousands of people at festivals and then the the robot camera can look around and see everyone and they filmed it all. So then when you're playing, you it's meant to be as if you're really backstage and then you walk onto stage and then you actually play the gig and you look down at your guitar and you look at the people. But of course, there's a wow. limited amount of footage, mm. um, particularly it's all on a disc. So there's a lot of repetition. There's things which have to blur into other takes. You know, it's, uh, it's conceptually probably a very good idea, but practically to me, it just looked like a Not mess. ready for prime time. Yeah, to me, it just doesn't. I mean, maybe it'll come out and prove us wrong. Mm. Um and it doesn't, as far as I know, no, maybe it does have the full band, the new one, I'm not sure. But Rock Band for me is just like, it comes out of the box, you get your drum kit, you get your guitars. Yeah, it's kind of exactly how it always used to be, but the great mm-hmm. thing is you get all the DLC you ever bought for Rock Band if you're using the same username Oh wow! on your Xbox or whatever it is, all comes across straight away. So you can just oh, that's download, very re-download cool. everything right. for free. Uh, because here's the thing, if you, if you didn't buy songs on Rock Band before and you're thinking of getting it now, Make sure you got some money to buy extra DLC because the songs on the disc are fucking awful. There's maybe three okay ones and that's it. Um, you only get, I don't know, 40 songs or something and they are not good. Mm. And it's partly because harmonics went independent. So they've released this. There's not like online functionality like there used to be. You used to be able to play rock band all over the world. So you could have a drummer in England and a guitarist oh, wow. in America and right. stuff and all hear each other. You can't do that anymore. You need everyone in the same room to play songs. Which for me, it's better. Like, it's like a real online. band. Yeah. 
which is what we are now. You want to do one of those gigs where you go and people in different places in the world? <laughs> yeah. It's the future, man. It's coming. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you, you'll need to buy your DLC. If you don't have the... Like, there's tons of... There's thousands of great tracks that they still own the licensing for. Um, they couldn't afford new licensing, really, because they're independent. Ah. And the bands that they did by now, all, they've already released the best songs of years ago. So you're now to weird songs. Um, so make sure you have money for wrong. DLC. Or, um, but it's, it's fucking great. I love it. I love Rob Band. Um, Photograph by Nickelback is on there. Look at this photograph. No, it always makes me laugh. What the fuck is on Joe's head? <laughs> Actual line from the song. Actual lyrics. Um, yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, it's hard because it is essentially the same game, you know, but I think it does pretty much exactly what it's trying to do perfectly, really. Pretty yeah, much. it's great. And I think the fact that you do have all that access to all the songs you've you've owned. Yep. Brilliant. And we didn't great actually we didn't actually have to do it, but we've noticed when me and Haruta played before last week, if you play and you fuck up, you can continue to play and it won't judge you anymore. So you can just keep going, essentially, which is nice. Um and what was the other thing? Yeah, there's some latency with the microphone I've been getting the two times I've tried it in different setups. Um, so I'm not saying that it's necessarily always going to be latency in a microphone, but I have yet to find a way not to have some latency in the microphone, which is bothering me. It was my first time on the drums. It was. You did well. Yeah. It takes a little while. It takes like 15 minutes to get in the groove. I think I could play on a real drum kit now pretty soon. I think you're ready. <laughs> I think you're ready for Dragon Force. Dragon Force, yeah. yeah. Um, anything else coming out this week, please? I, I didn't check. You didn't <laughs> check? Only, that was it for me. That's the only one I looked at. Well, there is. Yes, yeah, so there was also uh, Transformers Devastation came out today um, or yesterday, if you listen to this. Well, depending on when you listen to it, it could have been weeks ago, but you should be more on top of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was interesting because it's by Platinum Games, who did Bayonetta, Bayonetta 2. They did Metal Gear uh, Revengeance, which was then called Metal Gear Rising. Um, make fast packed, fast pack, fast action packed, slick, actiony games. Very beautiful normally, um, and this one's designed to look exactly like the eighties cartoon, like exactly That's like the eighties cool. cartoon. So That's pretty cool. Um, and it really does. You feel like you're playing part of the old eighties with with all of the kind of rough edges in a way, which is great. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else came out? There is Disgaea Four came out on PS4, which if you're into that, is quite a big deal because people love that game. Um, and coming out later in the week is the Nathan Drake collection for PS4. I did see that actually. Oh man! I did. So you get an Uncharted one, Uncharted two, Uncharted three to keep you going until Uncharted four next year. Um, I know there's someone in this house. I'm gonna make play two and three because they're superb games. <laughs> and it's Izzy the dog. <laughs> I'm gonna make Izzy the dog play. Bethany, you gonna play? They're great. <laughs> they're amazing. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. I haven't played any of those games. Haven't you? Skip the first one. So here's what you do. If, you get, if you've never played, if you're going to get it and you've never played them, skip the first one. It's really not worth your time. It's fine. But it's just going to put you off playing the other two. Okay. Two, in my opinion, is the best one. Three has some elements which are better than two. And then so much It's still superb. Three is superb. Right, so you know, people really throw down on one side or the other. But man, two and three... Admittedly, now after seeing four, you know, it's not going to look as good, but it sets the benchmark just for humor and voice acting and yeah, animation and stuff mm-hmm. in video games. Oh, really spectacular. So, yeah, I think that's all the big games that are coming out. I'm sure there's lots of little ones. Yep, they were definitely on the list that I did uh, choose because I only chose one. Excellent. 
Mm-hmm. Excellent. So very Thank quickly, you. let's get in the box office. Um, we obviously didn't do any bets last time we did this. No. So we're just going to read out what was in the top 10, and then we can place the bets for next next week. Do it. Frankie. Mm. You're going to be involved with this set. I'm, oh, so I'm involved. Pay, yeah, but I'm going to read you out the top 10, okay. and then we're going to guess what's uh, from what's coming out this weekend, what the box office is going to be next weekend. Oh, well, What's right. going to hold the top three slots. Okay. All right. Excellent. So at the moment, number 10 is the perfect guy. Uh, it made a weekend gross of two and a half. Sorry, yeah, two and a half million. Uh, number uh, nine, we have the War Room. Um, oddly, had more money. So how does this work? Two million eight hundred thousand. What's going on there? What is going on there? Uh, I have no clue. Good job, box office mojo. Uh, number eight, we have the Visit. Still hanging in there. Made nearly four million on the weekend gross. I must have heard our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we had a bit of an argument about him. How do you fall on M. Night Shyamalan? Oh, uh, the visit in particular or him in or general? Or just him in general and all of his I, I enjoy most of his work. Then there are things like the visit, which I don't enjoy very much. Interesting. Um, the visit, I think, I don't know. I feel like him going and after all he's done and going and doing a found footage film for one thing is just like, I, I, I actually didn't know much about the movie except that it was him and it was about right, right. crazy grandparents or something. And then I go and see it just with, with yeah. no expectations whatsoever. And I'm like, Oh, it's found footage. What? Right. And, yeah. um, and so I was a little put off by that. I think it could have been, it could have been, it, it was a, an interesting concept that could have been done a lot better. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, there's other things of his that I just like. I like the village. I I just don't like that at all. But the where his strength is for me is when he does the pieces that are very character driven, like uh, that have really good relation. Where he really focuses on relationships. Okay. And that's what I love about his like some of his movies. The movies that I that I love of his. That's what I love about them is the relationships that okay. he develops, the characters and the relationships. And the twist is, you know, a fun little bit of icing and sometimes. Yeah. Um, so, like, you know, The Visit didn't really have that that thing that I love about M. M. Night Shyamalan or The Village did not, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. So. How do you fall then on the sort of post? Because, like, yeah, he did two films before, Sixth Sense, but no one seems to know. I actually, I've seen uh, the one the one with Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. And, uh, where his... I've never seen them. It's, it's actually really good. And it, it has... That that say it doesn't have the twist at the end or anything. Yeah. So, um, but it has uh, it has that same sort of you know the the characters, the he relationships characters in a that, very that he does way. really really well, yeah. and and they're written really well. And so it's definitely I, I recommend it. It is it is a good film. Okay, what's it called? I forget what it's called now. Um, That's what Google's for. I haven't seen the first um, movie. It was a praying with anger or something like yeah, that. I, don't know. I haven't seen that. Um, but yeah, people tend to be because I remember at the time. <clears throat> Let's not get into Night Shyamalan again. It's not going too long. Uh, basically, did you like Lady in the Water or Lady Happening? in the Water? I did enjoy. Cool. Um, good. We're friends. I, I, what's that? We're friends then. It's oh, cool. good. No yeah. one will support me on that film. I'm like, no, it's, I, it's not its best film. It's yeah. not incredible, but it has real charm to it, and it's interesting. It is. See, I, I feel like the the reason everybody hates it is because they had expectations of it being yeah. something completely different. Right. And I kind of went into it not really having, again, not having too many expectations. I, I like if I. Like, if I know I want to see a movie, I don't like to watch the trailer. I'm like, I'm already going to see this movie. You don't need to sell me on it. Yeah, yeah, So yeah, I go yeah. and I see it, and I'm, I'm, I I just said, oh, this is good for what it is. And I understand why people had expected something completely different. 
uh, and why they would be disappointed by it because yeah. they didn't get what they thought they were getting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it but, had a lot of knocks to critics, so yeah. it was hard for critics. Is he? Um, yeah, yeah. No one ever goes with me on that one, but but anyway, we'll talk more about him another time. Uh, where are we at then? Number seven, Everest is still there, five and a half million. Number six, Black Mass, five. Um, again, there's something going weird here because with the weekend gross, it says there, blah blah blah. Yeah, I'm gonna stop reading out the points because these are too high. Uh, number five, Maze Runner, The Scorch Trials. Number four, The Intern. Really? Uh, number three, Sicario. <laughs> Is that how you say that? Sicario? Sicario. Yeah, so. Number two, Hotel Transylvania 2, which I think actually last time we did this, I predicted it would be right up there at number two, didn't I say? Did Pretty you? sure. And number one, The Martian, of course. There you go. With 54 and a half million. Oh, wow. Um, well, so, what did you two. say is coming out this weekend? We have The Walk, mm-hmm. just to quote love it, uh, Pan and Knock Knock. Okay. <laughs> so, with how it is right now, top three at the moment, Sicario, Hotel Transylvania 2, The Martian. We've got those three coming out. Alex. Well, I'm going to go, The Martian's going to hold number one. Uh, okay. The What's Walk number is going to take number two. Okay. What's going to be number three? I'm going to say Pan's going to take number three. Ah. And it's going to knock those... those what was it? Sicario and Hotel Transylvania. Yeah, Hotel yeah. Transylvania too. Yeah. All right. Frankie, what's your opinion? Oh, boy. I, I don't even know what... Uh, I already forgot what everything is. Uh, um, Sicario, Hotel Transylvania 2, and The Martian right now. They're the top three. And what's coming out this week? The Walk, uh, Pan. Wait, what's The Walk? The Walk is the, the, the high rope. wire. Yeah. The guy walked, well, it's oh. Robert Zemeckis, okay. Joseph Gordon-Levitt, oh, that, the dude oh, right, who walked right. the World Trade Center. You feel every story of the awesome erections. <laughs> the erections, right. <laughs> Actual subheading. <laughs> you feel every story. So, uh, top three, okay. Um, I, I feel like Pan's going to be number one. I, I feel like they're doing a big push. Yep. I'm not going to see it, but... That's true. Um, yeah, they're they're just pushing so hard for it, uh, even though it's like the eighth Peter Pan movie they've made in the last two years. Um, Not an exaggeration. <laughs> <laughs> oh, another Peter Pan movie. Uh, the Martian probably okay. coming at two. Um, I would say Hotel Transylvania. There you go. Number but three. Is, yeah, because this thing is a smart move because... Kids' movies, mm-hmm. repeat viewings, all of them. Indeed, always repeat viewings. Um, I'm gonna say yeah that the Martian holds on. And number one, Matt Damon. <laughs> yeah, it's hard between Pan and the Walk and Hotel Transylvania. That's really tough. Mm. I think it's gonna be close. Um, I think Hotel Transylvania will probably drop to late. I think the Martian will drop to maybe like 40, 35. I think yeah. Then you gotta think. The walk's gonna open at twenty something. Pan might be a bit, bit, bit more. Hotel Transylvania, thirty-three to Oh man, they're all gonna be in those late twenties. I reckon all three of those. I'm gonna go. Pan and then the walk. But the Hotel Transylvania could really just still hold in there. The walk, I'm not sure, because it could yeah. really be just a film no one goes to see. It's hard to tell. Mm-hmm. There you go. There are our predictions. I'll text you next week, Frankie. All right. I'll let you know. I'm All excited. Right. What do I win if I win? Uh, pride. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I need some of that. <laughs> All right. Uh, there you go. 
That's a podcast. Um, I forgot to write an outro this week. We'd normally just put something indie in and have a song, but we're not going to do anything indie. Do you have anything indie at the moment that you're into? No. Anything you know of? No? Uh, no? Nate texted me. He told me about this place in Alhambra. What? It's somewhere... Well, I'm pretty hungry right now. So Are you hungry food, for uh, spicy Sichuan chicken? That's exactly it. I need to feel my lips burning. Because there's a place called Changdu. Changdu Tastes. Changdu taste. Alhambra. Spicy Sichuan chicken. I hope the reason he's not here right now... <laughs> is because Nate, he's when Chang you listen du. to this... I hope the reason you're not here is because you're there negotiating our podcast Chang that du. will be broadcast from Changdu Chang Tastes. <laughs> um, yeah. So... We're geeks. We're geeks. How can you contact us, Al? You can get in contact with us at the moment on our temporary... uh, We are tessellate at outlook.com. Our website will be up in a couple of weeks. But like I said, next week, hopefully, we should be subscribing on iTunes. iTunes Because our tech side will be all up in our business. So it should be good. All up in our business. (laughs) As well as up in our business. Um... But yeah, and you can look at us on all social medias. We are Tesla, two S's, two L's. You can talk to me at Mr. Al White on Twitter. And if you want to add me for gaming, Mr. Al White. Alex, how can people bother you? You can bother me um, at Alexander Chard on Twitter. If you want to uh, game with me, because that's something I'm quite new to, you can find me on, uh, what's my username? Rainbow Chard. Are you the same on PSN as well as PSN Xbox? and uh, Xbox? That's nice. Well. Kept yeah. it ubiquitous. I like yeah. it. Frankie, do you want people to know how to reach you? They don't have to. I have this uh, internet anonymity. Oh. Um, so I'm, you can't I'm find invisible him. on the internet uh, as it as it turns out. So, but his phone um, number. You can find him at <laughs> my <laughs> personal number <laughs> and uh, home address. My, my home address. Yeah. Um, just well. come right up to the apartment. I keep the key <laughs> in the little planter outside. Um, <laughs> just lift it up. It's just underneath. Just come on in. And uh, is your which he'll, one he'll, is your room the first door on the right or which my, oh. my room my room uh, to the left uh, yeah. and then hang a right in the hallway uh, at the end you'll see my bed you'll see my feet sticking out of the covers and, it'll be the uh, one with me. candlelight and and soothe <laughs> Kenny G yeah yes I'll I'll have scented candles lit for the occasion so. Come on by. <laughs> You'll smell your way in. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I don't even have to tell you where to just smell your way. Just close your eyes and follow the sensory exploration <laughs> of Frankie's flat. <laughs> that sounds like a good sitcom, Frankie's flat. Um, Katie, I know you've abandoned the podcast, but how can people get in touch with you? My dearest. Well, no, my, at Watson Dearest. Uh, Watson Dearest. At Watson Dearest on Twitter. Um, you can talk to Haruka. What are you? Just pray. Just pray, and you'll get in contact. <laughs> Wait, pray right. to you, or yeah, she's oh, cool. God. She is oh, actually me. God. So just at God, and you'll get in contact with Haruka. Um, and Bethany is just like a ghost who passes through. It's like a ship in the night. <laughs> she just appears, handcuffed. Handcuffed. <laughs> All right, guys. Happy two-year anniversary. Woo-hoo! Thank you for Thank sharing you. with us. We appreciate it a lot. And we're out, geeks. Geeks. <laughs>